Welcome to Cart Class, brought to you by 18 times Australian champion David Serra. Cart Class strives to give cart racing drivers the fundamental driving skills, cart setup, and the mindset required to take you from beginner to winner. Your host, David Serra, has over 25 years' experience in cart racing and is the most successful driver in Australian history. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of our Cart Class podcast. I'm your host, Adding Thomas Strain Chairman David Serra, and today we're going to be discussing how important is engine carburation. Now, when we're looking at motorsport, the first part of that word is motor in motorsport. So it does come down a lot to the engine performance and how good that motor is. Now, different engines require a different form of engine carburation. So if we're looking at, say, a Rotax engine, that's got a fixed carburetor. So basically a fixed jet. So once you set the jet to whatever that may be, you're stuck with that jet for the whole session that you're driving. So good and bad, at least that way the driver doesn't have to fiddle with their uh, with the jets midway through the session. But when it goes wrong, you're sort of stuck with that for the whole duration of the race. So I don't mind the road tax in regards to having a fixed jet, especially when it's tuned right. It's just very, very easy. Put two hands on the wheel, just concentrate on your driving and away you go. Now we're looking at different engines, whether that's uh, an X30 or it could be uh, an IAMI uh, 100cc engine. Even some of the, the micro Swift and the mini Swift engines from IAMI have a tunable carburetor. The thing is, is that when you are a younger driver, basically starting to concentrate and fiddle around with the jets is just like the risk to reward isn't there. Unless the carburetion is really, really off and it's coughing and splattering, the chances are if a driver starts to fiddle around with the jets, sometimes they can actually take their eyes off the road, off where they're driving, because they have to look down to try and find this little jet. Now, the other thing is when we're looking at some of these increments that people are tuning the jets, we're talking like one minute on the hand of a, of a clock or you know two or three minutes. That's very, very hard even for an experienced driver like myself just to fine-tune, just to get that little bit more performance. So as a driver, you can actually turn it too far, whether that's giving it too much fuel and you can hear it start to four-stroke down the straight. So sort of be picking up revs and then like it sort of has like almost like a rev limiter because it's getting too much fuel and it's four-stroking the engine. You can lean it back off a little bit. So screw the jet back inwards and that's going to reduce the amount of fuel that goes through the carburetor and it's going to allow it to accelerate longer down the straights. But again, if you go too far, then all of a sudden you're running a risk of the engine not getting enough fuel through the carburetor and that can actually seize the engine because the engine gets too hot, not enough fuel going through it. And then before you know it, it sort of catches you unaware and then bang, the engine starts to seize up and the race is over and you've got a hefty engine rebuild coming from it as well. When you can fine tune the carburation, nowadays some of these engines actually run head temp sensors, lambda sensors in the exhaust. It allows, and then you look at the data or your Micron or your Alfano, whichever data log you're using to see where the engine is actually performing at its best range. Now, this is a very, very effective tool that sometimes we didn't have, you know, in previous years when I started out. And it was more sort of on driver feel. So I could sort of say to my dad, look, it's just cutting out towards the back end of the straight, you know, and he'd be like, okay, just lean it off a little bit, you know, get it to its four stroke, then bring it back a whisker and you should be pretty much on the tune. Nowadays, with our data loggers, we're looking for certain numbers while we're driving. So things are just getting more advanced, and technology is improving, and it's basically allowing the driver to be a little bit more in control rather than relying on their mechanics. Because once you're out on the track, it's up to the driver to try and maximize the last couple of tenths out of the cart, the engine, or themselves. So you might be driving in the middle of the straight and you're looking for a certain number, 
And if it's not quite on that number, you can start to fiddle with the jets. Now, obviously, the first point of call generally is to go a little bit richer for the first time because you always want to try and go to the safest point. So if it does go kind of wrong, you can back it off and you're still in the race. Where, like I said, if you start to go towards being too lean on the carburation, then all of a sudden you're running the risk of if you go too much and they go really, really good for about one or two laps and then obviously the engine can't take it any longer before it either it stops on the side of the track or it just gives way. So I'd always recommend going towards the richer side on the jet for the first time. But if you're fighting towards the back end of the pack, then unless the engine's really far out of its window, the carburation is, the chances are tuning the carburetor is probably not your first point of call when it comes to looking for, for speed on the track. It could come from your actual driving or it might come from the setup of your car. If you're looking for the last half a tenth or tenth of a second, then basically what's going to happen there is, is that's when you're starting to try and fine tune the last couple of tenths of a second. That's really where you can actually maximize how much engine performance you can get out of it by tuning the carburetor. But just remember that if you're going too far, you can be out of the window pretty quickly on some of these engines. With the road taxes as well, you can also play with the clip height. That basically determines how much fuel goes through on the initial acceleration. And that acts like a low jet that you have on your tunable carburetors as well. So again, depending on normally, like say a clip on either a KZ shifter or Rotax has the clip does more, like I said, the bottom end and the initial response on the throttle. And it's basically, it's a lot less temperamental I've found than the main jet because you're at a higher rev range for a lot longer on the lap rather than the initial response that you get from the clip. So it's just trying to fine tune your driving style too, because if you like to just get slow on the acceleration, then basically you can probably run a slightly richer carburation. But if you like to just jump on the accelerator, then you might need to run it a little bit leaner because the amount of fuel that goes through when you hit the accelerator can change quite quickly as well. So Hopefully that's given you a couple of tips when it comes to tuning the carburetor and where to do it and where not to do it. If you've enjoyed this episode of Cart Class, then be sure to leave us a review. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Thanks so much for tuning in. Cheers. If you've enjoyed today's episode and want to learn more about your kart racing, be sure to check out kartclass.com.au for driving courses catered to all skill levels. 